0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fees, 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement. Due. $35 per line connection charge apply. CT Mobile.com. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Do you feel like you're losing your children, your sons? It doesn't mean you failed. It means you're facing an onslaught culturally, unlike anything any human being in our entire hundreds of thousands of years of history has ever faced as a parent. Because up until now, you could control what walked through the door and before that the cave and what sat around the hearth, the fire with you on the open plains You can't now. This time is literally like no other ever in human history. Because of the internet, it's radicalizing an entire generation of kids. What can you do? How can you reach them? If you just send your kid to school with these kids who've been radicalized by the internet, it'll rub off. That's like eight hours a day. The answer came to me, ironically, from a feminist, ultra-liberal professor at the University of Delaware named Dr. Dana Youngest, who normally I would vehemently disagree with. But she wrote in horror and alarm and a new trend, and it dropped my jaw because it's going on in my house. And it's a really good thing, and you can get it going on in your house too. Dana Youngest, the liberal professor, was naturally horrified, so I figured it must be pretty good. Here's what Professor Youngest wrote in a social media post. She was talking to her middle school son. My teen told me something that's been haunting me for weeks, she writes. He said, I think almost every white middle school boy at my school is in the alt-right pipeline at some point until something or someone pulls them out. She freaked out about this. Alt-right pipeline? What was this? These middle school boys were stumbling into chat rooms on video games where they were finding videos. And the videos we're radicalizing them. Radicalizing them how? That sounds bad, you're thinking. Oh, against woke culture. In other words, radicalizing them with normalcy. Radicalizing them with anti-sickness, anti-wokeness. Teaching them critical thinking. And I went, damn, this is going on in my house. I'll explain in a minute how you can get it going on in your house. After writing about this so-called radicalization, Dr. Young the professor was mobbed by teenage boys on her social media account, on Twitter. She had to shut down her account for a while. What were they saying? They were agreeing. Young white males increasingly identify as, wait for this, right wing. Wait, what? That actually fits with a poll I just saw from Quinnipiac. In fact, Bill Maher, the liberal comedian, was tearing his hair out over it. It showed 22% approval rating among young people, 18 to 25, 22% approval rating for Joe Biden. I just assume they were more radical than he is. But are they? One of the boys, now 18, who responded to her thread, explained what had happened to him before his radicalization. He writes, imagine you're an eighth grade boy. You're beginning to be told by teachers, the media, maybe your parents, that you're privileged because you're a boy. It's a basic truth, you're told. But this just makes you confused. You start asking yourself questions If boys are privileged, why do the girls in my class tend to get better grades? Why are there more girls than boys in my advanced classes? Why are the girls more well-behaved and focused? Why are some of the girls preparing for college applications already? By the time you get to high school, your confusion grows. Your friend who used to go to church with you has become addicted to porn. Another friend whose parents have recently divorced has started using drugs. Your friends, the male ones, start appearing unmotivated and demoralized. Meanwhile, the girls at your school continue to be overrepresented in honors classes, get better test scores and grades, obtain more leadership positions, participate more extracurriculars. But you're still repeatedly told that boys are privileged. How could this be? Then when college acceptances come out, you notice many more girls than boys get into top universities. More girls are going to college in general for that matter. You tour college campuses. You hear how proud the school is to have student organizations like women in law, women in business, and women in science. It all becomes too much. You start doing research. You discover that men are more likely to be homeless, go to prison, become alcoholics, struggle with isolation and loneliness, die of a drug overdose, and commit suicide. But all you hear about for some reason is something called the gender pay gap. Eventually, You find out that the only people who seem to talk about the issues facing men, the only people who appear to sympathize with how you feel, are so-called alt-right figures like Jordan Peterson. Oh. And that's when I went, this is happening in my house. I'll get to that in a minute. Let me continue. The only people, this boy writes, who appear to sympathize with how you feel, are so-called alt-right figures like Jordan Peterson. You start listening to them. For once, you feel like you're not alone. Now imagine you're an 8th grade white boy. On top of the alienation you experience, merely for being a boy, the negative repeated messages about how bad you are. You're told by teachers, the media, maybe even your parents, that you should feel some form of remorse for being white and for being male. You're as privileged as it gets, you're told. That doesn't make much sense to you. Why should you feel bad for being white, something you can't control, or for being male, something you can't control either? This is a question you and your white classmates implicitly know cannot be asked. So instead, all of you submit. Humiliation quickly leads to demoralization. And as you get older, you feel increasingly unwelcome by society. Diversity and inclusion initiatives and never-ending anti-white messaging and anti-male messaging from the media only make you feel like a burden. So you turn to the internet where you feel welcome by video games. And in the only other place they make you feel welcome, right wing forums. Younger and younger white males are following this path. They feel they're simply unwelcome by society and they escape to a select few communities and websites. This had Dr. Dana Young, the professor, freaking out. For the first time in America's history, she wrote, the founding demographic is dropping out of society in massive numbers. What was her solution? Inclusive programming and critical historical lenses. In other words, more brainwashing. This left my jaw hanging open because, like I said, it's going on in my own house. I have a 12-year-old who really mentally is more like 15 and a 10-year-old boy. It started with a Ben Shapiro video that I sent to one of them about a subject he'd expressed some interest in. I didn't realize it would light a fire. Before I knew it, he'd listened to everything that Ben Shapiro had ever done. He'd moved on to Matt Walsh. And then he discovered Jordan Peterson. And that's when the change really began. Before I knew it, Peterson was teaching him something he can learn almost nowhere else. Had a reason. Not just what to think but how to think. It literally changed him. I mentioned it on my Drive Time radio show today, and one of our salespeople mobbed me in the kitchen. Oh, my God, he said. My 24-year-old son was changed by Peterson, too. He said I couldn't even get him to make his bed before. Now he makes his bed, he's joined to church, and goes three times a week. And I don't even go to church, he said. His demeanor, totally different. I said, yes, yes, I know what you're talking about. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. When Peterson drifted from agnostic to a believer, my son did too. Not that he'd ever been agnostic. We dragged him to church. But we go to big sports tournaments several times a year. And so sometimes we don't get back till Sunday night. And I would just resume taking my son to church the next week. He extracted a promise from me that we would never, ever miss it again. So there I was leaving Orlando at 5 a.m. in the morning. So as to never miss church. Because how do you miss church when you promised a kid? You'd have him there every weekend. Who radicalized my son? Yes, it's radicalization, but in a good way. Who radicalized my son like this? In a way I had not meant to or been able to before. And I have really good kids, I do. But not like this. It was Jordan Peterson and Matt Walsh and Ben Shapiro and Michael Knowles. Well, the article that I just read you focused on white young men. Keep this stat in mind. It's a staggering one that wasn't widely publicized, but it smacked me right across the face. You know Trump got the highest ever share of the black vote any Republicans ever gotten? That was cool. But do you know how he did it? He didn't really gain in black women. He gained in men. Do you realize 20% of black males voted for Trump? Why? Because they're almost as alienated. True, they're minorities, so they get some inclusion in society. But they're also subjected on a loop to anti-male messages too. Show them a profoundly masculine, get-tough kind of guy, and you'll see societal shifts you've never seen before. My 10-year-old isn't quite ready for Jordan Peterson yet. But last night before bed, he was dying laughing, and he pulled me over to watch a Ben Shapiro and Matt Walsh video. All Matt Walsh was doing was making a taco on his countertop. Because his wife wasn't home. And he just smeared all the stuff, rubbed it in his fingers. It was totally gross. Scooped it up and then ate it. My son was dying laughing. Why? Because these guys are male. They're popular. They get huge hits, which is an automatic in with the YouTube crowd. And they are totally relatable to a lost generation of boys. When I talked about this on my show today, I got all the expected texts. In from our text line, how our, how our audience communicates with us. Yes, yes, but your role models should be you as parents, your, your husband, the Bible. And all of those are role models in my family. My husband is a strong and good father. I read the Bible with my 10-year-old son just yesterday. We're plowing through a children's version this summer. But even with all of that, as a parent, you can't give everything to your son. They're going to look for role models outside of the family. That is natural. Do you know what you need to do? Pick them. The biggest buzz in my family recently was Matt Walsh's new video, What is a Woman? My son was over the moon about watching it. Got me to pay the $13 subscription for the Daily Wire so he could see it. He wanted to see it the first day. He watched it twice. He raved about it so much my 14-year-old daughter had to see it. I watched it with her a second time. And as I read this article, the one I read to you earlier, the one with this professor freaking out, I realized my sons are being radicalized in exactly the way that she said and they're rejecting woke culture no better than that they're laughing at it they're thinking their way critically through it just like their role models do so what do you do in your house in previous generations if you were a certain political persuasion pretty much your kids would end up being that too because they'd absorb it but here's the problem in today's world with the internet They're absorbing much more of what comes at them from the outer world than the inner world of your family because they simply spend more hours interacting that way. Change those hours. Here's how you begin. I did it accidentally. You need to do it deliberately. Pick some videos. I don't care. Matt Walsh. Uh, Brandon Tatum is great. Uh, If your family is black, he is a great reasoner as well, a great role model for young black men. My daughter is absolutely addicted to Candace Owens, and again, a beautiful, successful woman with a powerful ability to reason and that's what you want to teach them above anything yes what we think yes what we believe yes what freedom is but also how to reason and yes you must do that as a parent but this is a powerful way to reinforce it set aside time every day have your videos picked out start with Ben Shapiro if that doesn't click go to Matt Walsh go to whatever fits with you if it's your daughter perhaps Candace Owens sit and take just that 7 to to 10 minutes a day with that one video and then 2 And then three, see if it catches on. If it doesn't, and you have to sit with them every single day, do it. Discuss it. It's mandatory. There's no opting out. If you're a grandparent, you can do the same thing. Set up a few times a week to do it. Make sure they watch it. Do it over a Zoom meet if you have to. Or send them a link and tell them you want to discuss it. Most importantly, don't give up. Make that your time each day. If it goes like it has in my house... They'll begin to jump to others with other thought processes, just like the ones you're showing them. It'll become their home and a jumping off point for you both to discuss and learn rationality, reasoning, and responsibility in today's world. What you're doing is exactly what the eighth grade boy who responded to Dr. Dana Yunkis did. You are connecting them with like-minded people and showing them how very many of us and of them there are. Because as he gets older in a culture that is absolutely weaponized against males, and in particular white males, he will need this group, this community to survive. Plug your children into it. Start looking at what your kids are looking at online. Take ownership in charge of it. I have a son who, after he began watching those videos began reading a lot of news, my 10-year-old, because he was just interested in what he was hearing while he was stumbling um, into CBS and ABC and just general news that was posted. So I had to set parameters. No more of those sites. I don't want you going to those sites. I don't block them or anything. Um, But no, here's where you get your news from. And I specifically put it up and and pinned it on his favorite bars. Uh, Breitbart, Fox News, and a couple others. And I explain what's wrong with the other news. Now, you might think, okay, yeah, but I'm really busy on religion. You don't understand. See, when we grew up, politics and religion, you don't talk about those, right? Not at the dinner table, not at Thanksgiving. Those used to be separate things. They're not anymore. We're in an existential war against evil. Religion and politics have merged, absolutely. This is why you must take control of your children's politics, of what they think. Of why they think it. Answer their questions. And you won't realize as you sit down and watch these videos, you thought your child was absorbing what was going on in your house. You thought your child thought like you. You thought you were passing on your legacy, your worldview. And you weren't. Try it and let me know how it goes. Ah.